Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, I worship you. I thank you, Father, for another opportunity even to share your word. The Bible says that the entrance of your word gives it light and it gives it understanding to the simple. Father, I pray that as many that shall listen and obey this word this day, I pray that you will give them the grace even to put it into practice in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that this word will not stand against them in judgment in Jesus' name. Thank you, most Heavenly Father, for you have done it already. For in Jesus' precious name, I've prayed. Amen. So, praise God. Today, we'll be treating a very crucial lesson that says, Beware of ungodly opportunities. Beware of ungodly opportunities. Before I go on, I would like us to understand the difference between ungodly and opportunities. I would like to define both. Ungodly is talking about separation from God. It's talking about being polluted with sin, living contrary to the nature of God, irreverent disregard for God. This is what ungodly entails. Now, opportunity is conceived by time and situations. When we talk about opportunities, we are referring to times and situations. I pray as we go on that the Lord will give us that knowledge that we need and breathe upon us His word in Jesus' name. The memory verse here is taken from Proverbs 13 verse 11 as says, Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. So from this particular memory verse, is it goes on to show us the difference between wealth by vanity and wealth by labor. And the, and the scripture also supports the fact that men ought to labor in order to eat. And that is why when Adam was pronounced a judgment by God in the Garden of Eden after the fall of man, we are told that he will have to till the ground in order to eat of it. That is what has been decreed by the Almighty God. But we have seen cases whereby people have failed to labor. And it has not just been something that is um, in, that is actually on right now. It has been for a very long time. And the truth is, several people, even those around, even the previous generation, I'm referring to parents, have in one way or the other instilled this in their offspring and is reflecting in their life such that they make it so easy. They make things very, very easy for those children that the children forget about the fact that they need to labor even for them to gather what is needed. So, note that the fact that it is not good for a parent to supply what is needed for a child. But one 
as parents should also be mindful of the fact that the opportunities that is being made available to these children can lead them even to what we have been treated here today and it is not just only for the children the parents are also involved in this so we have or before we go into the bible text let me go through the introduction we are told here that there is a difference between godly and ungodly opportunities the truth about life is that every time we step out every time we see the dawn of a day we are we are actually being faced with several opportunities as we go forth from the transit we take to the next bus stop even to our place of work everything we do is bound by opportunities everything we do is bound by opportunities and now we are told that any opportunity gotten without heaven's approval through the word of god is nothing but an ungodly opportunity so every opportunity that god does not have a say in it that is not according to the scripture that is not scriptural we should know that that is an ungodly opportunity and that is why it is important for us to study the word of god every time the bible says study to show thyself approve a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth it is when we have the word of god rooted in our life that is when we'll be able to take conscious of the opportunities that comes our way and be able to decipher or be able to separate the ungodly from the godly i pray that the lord god will help us in jesus name ability to say no to ungodly opportunities places one on the side of god who rewards such loyalty we are going to look into it especially in the case of joseph and there are other other several notable biblical characters that actually said no like the case of daniel when he had the opportunity to engage himself in the meal of the king and the bible said he decided not to defile himself with the king's meat sometimes many ungodly opportunities appear as heaven sent and that is the truth sometimes we see some things that comes our way and it seems like as if oh that this is a good opportunity mind you the bible says that even the that satan will disguise himself as an angel of light so we need to allow the spirit of god in us to move us to guide us and to guide our decision our thought process because the problem that we are having is that we try to shut out the spirit of god whenever such opportunity comes we try to relegate him completely we shut him out and we decide to do what the flesh says i pray that we will not fall into such situation in jesus name so sometimes many ungodly opportunities appear as heaven sent but we need to be very sensitive and always be at alert to discern those opportunities that are not godly it takes someone that has the spirit of god someone that has a designing spirit to be able to say yes this is of god and this is not of god and that is why we see cases whereby when 
the angel of God comes, like we saw in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah when they came to destroy that particular sinful city. We are told that they came in and not even that they are coming directly to Lot, but Lot was able to decipher that hmm, this is this these are strangers, these are people that are not that he that he could he could sense it that these ones are different from those that lives in the city and he was ready to welcome them into his house just like he has learned from his own uh, cousin abraham so and we saw that the opportunity that provided himself to lord was even part of the plan of god that gave him and his family the opportunity to escape the destruction that will have taken place or that actually took place in Sodom and Gomorrah. So sometimes many ungodly opportunities appear as heaven sent, but we need to be very sensitive and always be at alert to design those opportunities. Don't sleep with your boss for that job or promotion. You cannot count that as a good opportunity when you have to lay with someone in order to get a promotion or in order to get a job the bible says our body is the temple of the holy spirit so when you know when you have that word in you that your body is the temple of the holy spirit you will not even have that you won't even think twice about it and you will know that yes this is an ungodly opportunity don't offer bribe to get that contract when you see when you know that it is God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of light in whom there is no variable nor shadow of turning. When you know that your God is the one that is able to supply all your needs and he knows how to give good gifts unto his own children, then you will know that offering bribe is a no-no situation because God detests those that go into that. Don't pay a third party to sit for your child in her sons. Yes, and this has become so common among parents. And they, they have failed to understand that this have a way of truncating or putting a stop gap in the life or in the career and progress of that child. Having to engage a third party in order to sit for a child exam is more or less teaching that child how to become lazy and an alternative way to make wealth because when the child see that yes i can easily do this as well whenever the time comes is such a child that we also go into the university and decide to lay with the lecturer or decide to bribe the lecturer with money in order to get his or her way out of any form of situation so with this kind of things bring laziness and it also exposes these children to engaging themselves in ungodly opportunities. I pray that as God gives us the ability to train our child in the right way, that we will not fall into this trap in the name of Jesus. So let's move forward. We have two outlines here. So one is looking into the biblical examples of ungodly opportunities, while the second is the consequences of ungodly opportunities now i made mention of joseph during the introduction we are told here that joseph was seduced on daily basis by his master's wife but he refused to sleep with her you know people will always say ah that yes that is why the scripture also say that 
he that thinketh he stand should be careful lest he fall. So this temptation has always come daily. But what has helped Joseph was that he retained in himself the fear of God. And the Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When you allow God, when you allow him to rule over your heart, over your mind, then you will be able to resist the devil at any time. The Bible says when you resist him, he will flee from you. So what most people do not understand is that it's until when you allow God to take control over your life, that is only when you have the ability to resist the devil. Because it is not you cannot resist the devil if you are operating in the realm of the flesh. So God gave him great favor before King Pharaoh. That is what happened to him. He had ungodly opportunity which he decided not to rather he preferred to even end up in prison and god also gave him another opportunity which is a godly opportunity when pharaoh dreamt and that opportunity came to him so in every facet of life as you go on every day there is always ungodly and godly opportunities presented to us the godly one presented by god and the ungodly presented by the enemy and what is the plan of the enemy the bible says that we should not be ignorant of the devices of the devil because his plan is to kill to steal and to destroy and i pray that god will give us the grace to overcome every wise of the enemy in jesus name so eve was lured by the serpent to eat from the fruit of the tree forbidden by god this is an ungodly opportunity god has instructed adam and eve that they have the opportunity to eat of every fruit of the tree that is in the garden but that that is in the midst of the garden they should not touch it but we find out that eve lusted after that fruit eve mind was always you know was always drawn to that particular tree like as if what is that why is it that god is even saying i should not even uh, we should not even go near it what is it god i think i will need to find out what is in that tree and when that when the enemy saw that lust has been created in the heart of eve he was able to you know pray on it and use it to his own advantage and that is what the devil does so she ate and offered the same to Adam, and that is why an husband and wife need to be careful it is not that when one is is active you know you keep the other one out of it that's why the bible says, can two work together except they agree for both of for a family to actually be strong in the lord then both parties must help each other to grow in faith must help each other in prayer must help each other even in the area of this ungodly opportunity we are talking about if adam have decided why have you done this and decide not to follow eve it would have been a different story today but we notice that he himself fell because the devil presented an ungodly opportunity to eve and eve by virtue of the flesh which the enemy has already taken hold of presented an ungodly opportunity to adam and adam fell for it as well and we saw that that led to the pronouncement of judgment they they were taken away from the prayers of the lord the opportunity that they had whereby we are told that even the uh, the mist comes from the from the 
earth in order to water the land so there was no even need to do any form of work what is expected of Eden was just to manage the resources but after that sin that came the opportunity that part of the judgment that was that was placed upon man by God was the area of labor that is in fact the labor was so serious that he has to till the ground a ground that have never been tilled all the way that God has created it but by virtue of sin that led to such a pronunciation and we saw that also in the case of Eve that Eve had to bring forth in labor this is part of Angola such comes away and to stay clear of it so three Job was lured by the devil using the wife who told him to curse God and die. So we can see that there is no one that the enemy cannot use to present an ungodly opportunity. And that is why it is always good not to leave the other behind. A woman should not leave the husband behind and the wife should not also leave the husband, the husband should not leave the wife and also their children. They must ensure that they are all in one accord, in unity, in Christ. If not, the enemy will look for a way to present an ungodly opportunity to a loophole that is seen. So, we are told here that what he refused, despite the fact that the enemy tried to use the wife. And at the end, we saw what happened. That after God gave in favor to the extent that even the friend also was also used by the enemy he he went ahead despite all that the enemy tried to use them even to ensure that job gets you know away from the presence of god but instead of that we are told that god had to speak to job to pray for his friends and as well god gave him double restoration of all that he has lost so gehazi saw an ungodly opportunity this is a very ungodly opportunity because after even Elisha himself never even think or did not have any form of of face-to-face meeting with this particular soldier with this general of the army rather he asked the servant to go quickly and tell him that you don't need to come just go and wash yourself seven times but we saw what happened there that Gehazi was already lost in after the wealth that was that accompanied Naaman, and that led to a very fatal end for Gehazi. And not just only him, it also affected those that were born through his through his lineage. He ended up becoming a leper. I pray that such will not be our portion in Jesus' name. So the second outline says consequences of ungodly opportunities. So here we have seven that have been outlined. One is calamity. And in this place, we are, we are looking at 2 Samuel 11, 1 to 5, 9 to 12. And we can also read 2 Samuel 12, verse 10. And we are told that in that place, God pronounced judgment upon the house of David. Because when David was supposed to be at war, he refused to go to war. And at that moment, the enemy was was being able the bible there is a particular saying that the an idle man is a devil's workshop and by the fact that he was idle he was an idle person at that moment the enemy was able to present an ungodly opportunity and he fell for it he saw someone's wife 
baiting and what is he supposed to do you take your eyes away from it and move away but because he has already conceived that lust in his heart he fell for it and one thing about lust when lust is conceived it bringeth forth more sin which also lead to death and we saw that in the case that not just that he lay with that particular woman he also made sure that the husband died and also be you know take hold of that woman and make her his wife and we saw the pronouncement of god's judgment upon his household in second samuel 12 verse 10 the bible says there that sword will not depart from his house and we saw that that Absalom, which was one of the sons, killed Ammon, and we saw what a, a lot of this happened. Absalom was also killed. There was sword here and there. That was the consequences of ungodly opportunities. And that is that their years are shortened. So, whosoever that decide to engage in ungodly opportunities, it will certainly lead to a shortening in years because that is the pronouncement of God, according to Psalm. Uh, 55 verse 23 so there is a shortening of life for someone that failed to do that which is of god so another thing is there is going to be pronouncement of judgment as that is the consequences once you fall into an ungodly opportunity there is always good there is bound to be a judgment and it's not going to be an easy one as we saw in the case of Adam and Eve in Genesis 3 14 to 19. Another is sickness and disease. So these are the things that takes place. Even we saw that in the case of the children of Israel when they were brought out into the wilderness. We saw what happened, we saw the uncolly opportunity they took, and we saw the wrath of God in terms of sickness and disease. So their descendants may be affected too. That's yeah, we saw in the case of Gehazi, Gehazi was not just a leper, but all the children that came forth from him was also le- le- oh no, engaged in that leprosy. So they were all lepers by virtue of the sins of one man. So that is why we need to be careful because if we engage in those ungodly opportunities, it will not just pronounce judgment upon upon the person that does it but it can also affect the descendants also so another thing is shame shame is another that will take effect when there is ungodly opportunities i am sure when when david was confronted by nathan even through a parable and eventually when he was like no the person that did this must die and when Nathan say you are the one. And I can sense it. I can feel the shame that will come upon him because he will, be, he will not be happy with what he has done. So, and the last is seen in Luke 16, 19 to 31 that talks about eternal damnation in hell. We saw that in the case of Lazarus and the rich man. So, whosoever that takes, you know, that allows the ungodly opportunities to take effect in his life could end up in hell. And these are the consequences. So, and I pray that we will not fall into these consequences in the name of Jesus. So, in summary, be sensitive to all the opportunities before you and take the ones that are godly. 
we need to be sensitive. We need to allow the Spirit of God to work in us. We need to live by the Word of God. We need to ensure that we guide our heart, you know, with all diligence. Because the Word of God says, out of it comes the issues of life. So, in conclusion, it says, as believers, we must not value earthly possession more than our salvation. If you look at Colossians 3 verse 2, the Bible says that we should set our affections on things above and not on things on it. It is, we need to be careful about the way we go about, you know, acquiring earthly possession. It could be at the cost of our soul. Remember that the devil is looking for whom to devour. Therefore, let him that thinketh that he stand, take heed lest he fall. So for we, for those that have gotten to a level, they should be, they should always have that at the back of their mind that there is no one that is above temptation. And the Bible says that even Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, was in always tempted. But the Bible says he was yet without sin. So so far we remain in this flesh, we are going to be presented with ungodly opportunities. I can use another word for ungodly opportunities as temptation. So we cannot escape temptation. We cannot escape it. It will definitely come. But we have the you know we have the decision to make either to accept it or to reject it. And I pray that even as we allow the Spirit of God to work in us, that He will give us the grace to always resist that temptation in the name of Jesus. So, and we also looked at in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12, and work out your salvation with fear and trembling. We should ensure that we work out our salvation fear and trembling and that is exactly what joseph did he worked it out with fear he was always scared he said for me to do this not and sin against his father but for me to do this as sin against god god forbid and we saw what really happened that he refused to defile himself with potiphar's wife and i pray that even as god give us the grace even to resist the the antics of the enemy that at the end we shall be victorious in jesus name god bless us as we adhere to his word in jesus name amen